am Joe Longo, an intuitive mindset and manifestation coach and oracle card reader. It is my intention to inspire you to create and manifest your best reality. And every single day, I'm going to be here to help you start your day on the right foot with a little shot of inspiration or a question or something to ponder to keep your mind going in the direction of creating your best reality. And this is your daily shot of inspiration. Uh, my name is Jason Triglia. I'm the owner of Yerba Crew, but also a uh, struggling small business owner in Philadelphia. All right. What is good, everybody? Thanks for being here for this very special interview series. You just heard Jason. And as Jason introduced himself, he said also a struggling entrepreneur. I want to touch on that and tell you a little bit about the Yerba Crew, Yerba Monte, and this wonderful community that this whole conversation is about. And the neat thing is, right, this tea is about bringing community together. In 2020, when I met Jason, he reached out for photos to photograph the brand, to photograph everything that was happening, that he was creating. And I instantly, my mind went to community. You have a brand. It's based around community. It's based around doing this thing. Who who can we get to be in these pictures? So I reached out to the people that I knew that were in a loving, supportive community in the Philadelphia area and got a couple of yogis from different yoga communities to come together, right? And just friends of mine and said, hey, do you want to be part of a photo shoot? And it was awesome. And we ran around and we shot and friendships were made from that photo shoot. And circling back to Jason saying that struggling entrepreneur. In 2020, this guy right here was at the bottom of the barrel, right? We were in the pandemic. It was summertime, so things were a little, is it okay to be outside? Is it okay to do this, right? Can we actually do this? And can it be safe? And all of these things. And I was broke, dead broke, literally. I hadn't been doing any photography because we were in the pandemic. I just started coaching and things were starting to pick up. But it was really like, oh my goodness, what is going to happen? And Jason reached out for a photo shoot. And it's like this photo shoot was a lifeline that allowed me to keep moving in the direction that I was moving. It allowed me to keep focused on my coaching, but use my love of photography in this business that I was stepping away from to actually help grow my coaching and help me expand into where I was going so I can be where I am today. So I think it's really interesting how, you're right, this was the start of Jason's endeavor with Yerba Crew. And this was really me in the process of stepping away from photography but inviting community in, right, from my world that I met through my camera and photography and making these connections with Jason and then these people like Noah and MJ and Amy, you know, they've all gone on and collaborate and do work with Jason and the Yerba Crew. So really quick, Yerba Crew is all about Yerba Mate tea. And Jason sells these wonderful products to drink your tea out of. He is a promoter of the tea. He loves the tea. He loves the idea of the tea and all of it. And most importantly, when Jason started this, 
he had a corporate job and was working in the corporate world. And so much so was even like, don't say anything about that. It, this is my company because I don't, you know, I'm keeping it really down low. And now here we are a couple of years later, Jason has left that corporate job and he is now doing this full time and he's understanding the struggles, but the struggles are worth it because you're actually doing what you love for you. So even though Jason said, I am the owner of Yerba Crew and I'm a struggling entrepreneur, he is a struggling entrepreneur, but he's still going. And that really is the intention of this episode. It's the intention of this whole podcast. It's the intention of why I do what I do. It's the intention of Inspire, Create, Manifest. To get you all out there to be inspired, to create and manifest your best reality. Not my best reality, but your best reality. So enjoy this conversation. Ask yourself, what are you doing? What do you want to do? And maybe it is a struggle, but you can do it. Right, you can do it. If you are interested in hanging out at a Mata gathering, you can Saturday, July 29th at 11 to 1 p.m. in Washington Square Park in Philadelphia. Come sip, come sip some yoga mate, meet some friends, meet new community, hang out, talk, share, just be part of the community, and maybe you'll experience something fun and exciting. You'll make new friends and learn something new about tea and have something new to drink besides just coffee. And with all of that, before we get into the episode, I want to remind you all that the Lionsgate Portal class is happening on August 8th. The link to come move your body, set the intentions to step into this Lionsgate to manifest your best reality, to say this is what I am creating is happening on August 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time? Eastern Standard Time. Come hang out. Come connect. Come move your body. Open up your heart. Set those intentions and start living the life that you've been put on this planet to live. Along with that, in the show notes, there's a very special link, inspirecreatemanifest.com slash retreats. Check that out. Tina and I are creating this wonderful experience for all of you. If you would like to come hang out, here in the Pocono Mountains, rent a beautiful Airbnb or vacation rental by owner, bring your friends, and then Tina and I will come over and we'll do some oracle card reads, we'll do some yoga, really great, so hit that link, check that out. Thank you for being here. Now enjoy this episode with Jason, check out the Yerba Crew, check out one of these meetups, the next one is Saturday, July 29th at 11 a.m. in Washington Square Park in Philadelphia. Thanks for being here, everybody. Stay safe out there and enjoy this conversation. Thank you so much, Jason, for being <laughs> here and for the realness that I know that we're going to talk about now. Which yep. Really, um, really great. So everybody, y'all heard the intro. You know a little bit about Jason. And, and before we pressed record, we were talking about, well, what, what should we talk about? And we're going to talk about the joys of small business ownership, <laughs> entrepreneurship, and starting, starting some things. But before we actually go there, I do want to start with um, the crew, the Yerba Monte crew, right? Mm -hmm. And yep. I, so we met, right? Photo shoot. Thank you so much. Because let's start with this. Well, all over the place already. That photo shoot that we did, because it was the pandemic was happening. Mm -hmm. Saved my ass, you know, because like there was nothing happening. There was no work happening. There was nothing. 
right? And that shoot was like, oh shit, I can pay my, I can pay some bills. <laughs> right? I can get caught up. And I think, right, you're in that space of, wow, I'm doing this, but it's like, wow, it's a lot of work doing mm -hmm. it. So, uh, yeah, on that, on that side too, it was like your name repeatedly gets brought up. Say we did that in, you know, whenever it was mid 2020 and it's, I still do projects and like collaborations and still go to yoga with some of the people that were in the photo shoot. And it was, I remember our first call or one of the first calls where you asked, you said, well, do you know anybody that would actually use as like models during a shoot? And I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, I know some people. And then it was, uh, the people that you connected me with, I'm still in connection with today. I go to Palo Santo yoga at MJ's place, do collaborations with, with Amy. Like, uh, so it's definitely, you get brought up as a, like a, a connector, very much entrepreneurial on your side also. So, uh, thank you, thank you for the inspiration. So, yeah. Um, it's so good with that. And that's, you know, one of the things that we don't, I think, realize when we're starting something like, wow, well, mm -hmm. we need a community. We need a crew to help mm -hmm. us. Right. Get the word out there in this way of like, I think of I'm, I'm 48. So I had the beautiful experience of witnessing a lovely, vibrant Philadelphia music scene before social media. So just as MySpace was happening. Right. Everybody remember MySpace. And I'd go photograph the bands and put it on MySpace. But every band had a street team. Right. And it was just their fans, you know, and the street teams might get a discount on a CD or early release or a secret and hang out with the band and have a beer, you know, like these little things that just made them feel part of the community and community, which I think you've, you've, you are creating beautifully really helps us in this, in this process. And then it's like, Oh wow, MJ and MJ has this. And then you start, it just, grows and grows and it's like that's that's how we got to make it work when we're doing it on our yeah own. yeah and it's very much uh say i'm 39 now so it's like i go oh, it's just a little midlife crisis see like things that i'm thinking about things of how i want to do things things that i'm confident that i don't want to do mm -hmm. and it's like uh you know when do you make the jump into certain things uh, but yeah it was definitely making those like little steps forward and i always picture like you're, you're trying to cross a fairly wide stream and you're like just hopping from stone to stone but you're not sure <laughs> which stone is next kind of, but you just just go just go and then it's almost like along the way you have people kind of helping you if you're gonna fall over or you're gonna fall and then <laughs> you just maybe have to go all the way back start again but it just is what it is um, right. but yeah with the mj thing too it was uh maybe i think last year actually yeah last year it was Someone else local to Philadelphia was Googling Yerba Mate. They found my site, went to my site, saw MJ on the site, and then contacted her and said, you're on this site about Yerba Mate. What do you, like, how are you connected? And then we ended up having a, uh, a Mateata, which is basically one of those Yerba Mate meetups mm -hmm. at Palo Santo. So it's like just full circle with a lot of these things. And uh, yeah, just mm -hmm. small community people helping each other out. And it was, I think meant to be an hour or two and it went three hours long, like people excited meeting each other. So yeah, uh, it's the power of uh, Yerba Mate too, because the whole 
culture behind it. And it's like uh, the actual tea is just almost like the medium to bring people together. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a lot of positive sides to it. There. And I love it that it's just like the, the little breadcrumbs start mm-hmm. showing up for us mm-hmm. when we start doing it. So I'd love to let's rewind a little bit. Yep, yep. So it's it's 2020, right? You reached out for the photo shoot. And we're doing it. And I'm like, okay, I want to like share it and talk about it. And you were like, okay, but don't don't say anything about me because I got to do it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Don't mm. say anything about you. Like, you're the guy. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. Can you, you know, talk on that a little bit on like keeping it, putting it out, but also keeping it on the down low? And mm-hmm. then when or like when did you actually then say, okay, I'm ready to leave? the corporate job day job and 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 jump into this and yep. give it all yeah so and also i think it's twofold where it's saying i don't want my name out there because of my day job but then also because i'm not that comfortable in front of a camera kind of thing mm-hmm. too so it's like uh you know you could use the job as an excuse kind of thing but also it's uncomfortability being out there so it's that's what i'm still working on now where it's just Say it, get it out there. Uh, but yeah, it was back in 2020. You're never quite sure of, you know, you're starting something as a hobby, things that you're learning, but you're not quite sure if someone from work finds it out and then say you're late on one thing or something for work, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it might be like, well, I know we posted on Instagram uh, that other day and it was, uh, you know, when he could have been doing this or whatever. So it was like just trying to keep it like a very clear separation um but then over time it was also i think as i got more let's say more frustrated with my day job but then also knowing that i want to do this more caused the frustration with the day job so it's a bit of a i don't know which way it goes so as i got farther along and i could see the business growing more and getting a little more confident on hey people do like what i'm doing also, when I'm in person with these people and showing them, and they can also see me talking about my business versus me talking about my day job, every single time they're like, you like light up when you're talking about your business. And it's, uh, so I'm completely missing this whole side of it, like the person behind it when I'm not presenting myself. So it was just more and more reasons to put myself out there. And then it was, yeah, and then come, you know, fast forward to March of this year, it was with my day job presented with like uh, another reorg kind of thing where wanted to give me additional opportunities. Blah, blah, blah. And it was like, this is like the, the, the final little nudge to just get me to leave. And yeah, so I, I left knowing that, okay, I have this business. Also, I, I was doing the corporate job for 16 years. So it's like, uh, I'm not a poor college student that, you know, is just finishing. I can like support myself for a little bit of time. So it was doing the math on those kind of things and going, okay, uh, take the jump. I'm also confident if it doesn't work, I can find another job. Like, so it's, uh, watching a lot of podcasts, right. And listening to people where they go, what's the worst case scenario kind of thing, worst case scenario, go back and get a job again, that kind of thing. So it was weighing those things out. So it's more confidence going into it to, to make the jump, even if it's completely uneasy with it, but 
and just and I think it's went natural. For it. Like it's it's gonna be uneasy. Like, I think mm-hmm. it would be more strange for like, oh yeah, it's totally cool. I just quit and like walked into this because mm-hmm. right? there is that fear of the unknown. Of of I know when I left my day job and started doing photography full time, I would would find myself on a Tuesday afternoon being like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. But even though I had a photo shoot or was editing, fo- like I was working, but it wasn't that normal work day. Mm-hmm. So my mind would be like, you should be doing something, loser, right? Like, <laughs> why aren't mm-hmm. you sitting in front of your computer for eight hours? Because that's what your boss, right, would have expected. So like just getting accustomed to a new way of living mm-hmm. and having freedom but freedom that we also have to manage that freedom right like we have to say you got to get your shit done too dude right Right. like you can go for a walk in the wissahickon go take that yoga class but you better be sitting in front of that computer when you need to be Mm -hmm. um so i'm wondering how has that transition been for you yeah so that that's how i know like i love what i'm doing it's also it's a split um between a passion for the actual product, like your mantra and everything, and just a passion for like entrepreneurial actions and, mm-hmm. and business where it's, for me, it's almost 50, 50, like growing up, I liked video games, things like that, where it's like, you can almost, you know, build your farm or whatever on the video game. You just kind of watch it grow because I'm doing everything online. So mm-hmm. it's that thing. And it, I was talking to this about this to someone else recently where I'm like, it's, an odd feeling that I have right now where I still don't even, I can't quite comprehend where I don't know how I should be thinking where I go, I kind of like, I don't feel that different from what I was doing with my day job because I'm just full time into my current business and just absolutely running with it. And because before I was doing this, like before work, after work weekends, so it's almost like what I was doing on a Saturday before. Now I'm just also doing Monday through Friday, just during the day instead of at night. Uh-huh. So it's, but it's still like a an odd feeling that I'm trying to work out. We're not quite sure still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's something a lot of us right don't think about because it mm-hmm. is this this massive change. And I know some friends were like, you know, I rent a space, you know, in a co-working space just so I can leave my house or go, mm. some, you know, have that kind of break. And I think it's, it's a navigating on, on just how do, how do we want it to flow? What do we want it to be? But it's something I also think that we don't think about. Like, no, I want my business to work and I'm going to do all the stuff. But then it's like, wait a minute, how am I balancing it? Because there were also times I would do a photo shoot come home from the photo shoot, back everything up, look at everything, and instantly start editing because I loved it. But mm-hmm. I would look at the clock and be like, it's midnight. You yeah. know, I've been sitting here for hours doing yeah. this, which was great, but also like, dude, it's midnight. Like, yeah. go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> because yep. then I'd wake up in the morning with that free time because I just stayed up for hours, right? The night before, mm-hmm. but now I have this weird guilt of, I should be doing something. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, I have a, like a movement coach, like so more on the physical training side, but we were talking about, okay, what are my goals just in general? And I, I keep thinking like, I have like my three 
kind of pillars and it's the that physical kind of fitness slash health nutrition those things and then the the business and then like social so dating uh just keeping up with friendships things like that and it's i always struggle between trying to get some type of balance between the three usually i have two that are you know doing what like what i feel perceive as doing well the other one is dropping off and i'm like how do i get that balance a little bit better and i'm still trying to figure out i don't know maybe just never is right. like that or it's over a longer term that it, you kind of get that balance versus a you know on the daily or things like that right and now the coach in me wants to say <laughs> have you defined exactly what the like what those three pillars look like mm -hmm. you know like yeah. so it is like and i do this with with my clients the what would your perfect day look like mm -hmm. in that right can you throw those three pillars in there Mm -hmm. create the perfect day where you are spending time with friends, family, dating, doing all of all of that stuff, business, social fitness, right? Where mm -hmm. you we literally create our day. And that's as I, you know, do this more and more, it's like, oh, and I actually write down I want my day to look like this. I want to mm -hmm. wake up at this time. I want to do this, this and this. And I'm a morning person. I'm a weirdo like that. I wake up mm -hmm. really early. <laughs> and on Usually Tuesdays, I have my first client at 7 a.m. And I love it. Mm -hmm. right? Because literally by like 11 a.m. on Tuesdays, my days are done. But it's mm -hmm. my morning was packed. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, like, I love, I love it. So I look now at that sheet where I wrote my perfect day. I was like, morning clients. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that helps us keep going. But it's really, can we define for ourselves what, uh, like, what does each one of those pillars look like? Mm -hmm. And then be kind to ourselves when we don't have Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I will go, yeah, any given day, I think, like, right now, it's, like, if I just had my choice, I would end up doing my Yerba Crew business work all day. Because mm -hmm. it's, like, just uh, a passion kind of thing I know. I need to pull back, balance, like that kind of thing. So it's still, you know, uh, just working it out, and which I'm very happy with. But it's, yeah, finding that that balance. I I love that because earlier this morning I I was uh, meditating and I pulled uh, a nature oracle card for me, and it was clear endeavor. I'm like, oh yeah, I know what that means. And then the little voice was like, "Open the book and read the freaking book. <laughs> like, see what it says." And I open it up, and it's like, just be clear and specific with everything, from our days to our goals to our intentions. But have that clear, right? This is where we're going. So we keep our focus there, because again, what could happen is we start getting distracted with, "Did I make enough money this month?" Did I do enough sales, right? Did I do the things that I needed to do, which we should be looking at and doing, but are we also looking at where we're going? Like, what is that intention? Right. And then can we start embodying it, right? Like really stepping into, yeah, I'm the owner of your crew and it is growing tremendously, right? Mm -hmm. And then what would that Jason feel like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's... uh. Oh, it's funny, like the imposter syndrome too piece of it, where it's battling that piece of it's, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, I do like writing things down a lot because it definitely clears things up. So it's working through that to, uh, to kind of get that end state goal. But then also know it's, it's fluid. It's just 
right, right. what it is too. Exactly. And, and, and work can through we it. be in that, that, yeah. that, that flow yeah. with it? Um, also on my morning, Stella walk, I was listening to uh, a Neville Goddard talk. He's an old Christian mystic, teaches all about manifesting. Mm -hmm. uh, being, think, it, he, his main teaching is the feeling is the wish, right? So what would it feel like? But he was like, people are always struggling. Like, well, I don't know. What would it feel like? And he was like, can you think of the end, right? Like, think of already having it, just being there. And I love this so much because it's like, can you think of calling your good friend and saying, oh, my goodness, right? I reached this goal. I did that. Mm -hmm. And that gets us, right, excited in that way of, oh, because our brain doesn't know what's real or make-believe. So if we can start visualizing, I just called my friend and said, we had the best sales month ever, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. that joy that we get, our brain doesn't know if it's real or make-believe. So then our mm -hmm. brain literally starts showing us the little signs, right? Or we get the little idea or, or mm -hmm. that you get that connection, right? Of, oh, I was on your site and I saw my friend MJ. What the mm -hmm. hell, right? We should all connect. And it, it's like, can we really step into that space and kind of be both, right? In this business mindset and in this magic space and right. the more i do this as you speak of un imposter syndrome like i hear myself and i'm like dude what the fuck are you saying <laughs> right because there mm -hmm. is there's this imposter syndrome where it's like no but this is how it works like this is how our yeah. brain works and how our, mm -hmm. it works but then you're like what do you, you sound kind of nuts and i'm like i'm <laughs> fucking doing it right yeah yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm doing nice it. yeah and and the, the thing i love like i look at mj and i watch him like, she's fucking doing it Right. Mm -hmm. Like she's creating it. And I see the things that you're putting out. I'm like, like the community just keeps growing. And mm -hmm. I see these events. Right. Just keep getting bigger and bigger. And this is going to bring us to another topic that, that you said you wanted to touch on. Right. That struggle of sure. Mm -hmm. I look great, but oh, man, it's mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. So let, let's get into that. Let's um, talk about the struggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the first thing I think of is someone fairly recently asked me, they said, they were like, I'm looking at quitting my job and kind of going full time into something similar I'm doing in the Yerba Mate world. They said, you know, they talked to me, talked to other people and sounds like, you know, we're loving what we're doing. And I said to them, but then also ask us if we're actually making enough income to survive. <laughs> I go, because you might not, you don't hear that part yet, right? So it's like, you really have to think of both sides of it. Um, but you, you have to balance it. You have to figure out, is it worth it or, or not to go after it? and then to just kind of jump. So it's that side. And I always think of ever since the beginning of launching the business of uh, like the scene in Castaway with Tom Hanks, where I don't know if you've you ever seen Castaway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he He's trying to get off the island for the first time. He builds a boat and just gets destroyed and sent back onto the island. Mm -hmm. And then it takes him whatever number of years it is, five years or something. Builds up all of his power, all of his skills, all that kind of stuff. And at the end, right, builds a boat, gets off. And it's like I felt the same way with my business where it was kicked it off. Nice, cool, built a website, everything. Like that's all under my control. And then it's like as soon as you start to get, you know, you have to – have products to sell at least in my world mm -hmm. and even for our photo shoot i don't know if you remember but i needed i we had five people and i only had three cups that actually had my logo on it mm -hmm. because it was struggle with production right so it's running it and being you have to be creative afterwards okay i have three of them 
I'll need to Photoshop a logo onto the other two later. And it's like, uh, no one's going to save you from that. You have to be creative, figure it out and keep pushing. Like it's, uh, you have to take control of that, that whole kind of world. And I, I just make assumptions now every year, there's going to be some big, um, disaster with something with the business and it's just what it is, uh, what 2021 around this time, uh, during the summertime, it was two things struggled with, uh, a supplier where they weren't producing the right quality products. And then at the same time, uh, I think 10 days before my birthday, got a cease and desist letter from a big company of around my name. Their original name was, uh, something else. <laughs> and they said it conflicted. La, la, la. Really, I don't see it as it doing that, but you go, okay, now I'm up against a big guy. I got to put money into just paying a lawyer just to let me go and defend me and let me go. Right. So it was those two things at the same time where it was, if I wasn't passionate for what I wanted to do, that would have definitely been something where you just go up. Oh, the, the world is against me for this. Just stop it. Go back. But I was like, I never actually questioned that part of it. It was just, nope, mm -hmm. hit this big wall, turn around and just like run all the way around it, <laughs> come back in. Uh, so yeah, that was the, the struggle that year. I was, you know, spent a huge amount of money that I would have been spending on growing the business, mm -hmm. uh, just kind of defending and, you know, uh, taking a different approach to things, but ended up, it kind of transitioned me into a different approach to, for my whole business. So there was like a, a positive side to it and learning. And so it was like, also it's that, uh, I don't know if you know, David Goggins, he uh -huh. says this, uh, callousing your mind kind of thing where it's like, you have to just go through these things. And then afterwards, like everything else is kind of a little bit easier each time. So it was, um, going through that and that actually kind of, I went a different route and connected with people on like Etsy and Instagram and like these smaller businesses where it was just easier to connect with. I can talk to someone that was a human, right. That like treated me like a human and we could just kind of work together. And it just made things simpler for collaborating on products, things like that. So it was definitely helpful bringing like a more human approach to the business. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, since then it's kind of been like, um, since November of last year, that's when I had a lot of the products that I really want. Like I've been trying to fill out like this whole portfolio of products that just offer options to people and things that I like, because I go, I was a, a convert, right? Like I didn't grow up drinking Yerba Mate. I didn't grow up in Argentina, but people showed me what this is, what it represents. And then I went to Argentina, saw it and I was convinced. So I was converted. So it's mm -hmm. how do I help people? here, like in the U S kind of get that same feeling and, you know, also embrace it a bit. So that's where a lot of like the, uh, the Matiatas, these community events help. And it's when I'm going through like the ups and downs with the business, say any of the downs, it's each one of these like monthly Matiatas that I have are like that little energy booster where it's, wow. you're seeing people or I'm getting emails from people of like, Hey, I just tried it. I love it. Let it like all these statements where it's, those are like a little boost along, along the way where you go, okay, I'm, I'm getting these benefits. Uh, these people are liking it. They're embracing it. Uh, we're seeing this community build. So it's, 
yeah, it's just the the ups and downs. And that's, constantly dealing again, with again, it's that the balance, right? Yeah. And, yep. And if you haven't read this book, I highly recommend it. Um, in Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, mm. um, he has you know have the burning desire and create a plan. If the first plan doesn't work, don't throw the burning desire away. Mm -hmm. Create another plan, mm -hmm. right? Like learn from what didn't work, make a new plan, and keep going. And the people that succeed are the people that keep going, right? Like you could have quit multiple times. Mm -hmm. I remember mm -hmm. my first, my first year doing this. I was teaching yoga and doing photography, and I was teaching at a little yoga studio, and it was great. I made $690 at that yoga studio teaching for, for the year, you know, mm -hmm. just enough to put me over the edge. I think the $600 edge. So I had to have the W nine right? mm -hmm. or 1099, whatever, whatever that, what, whatever that form is. Mm -hmm. And they put it, they added a, two extra zeros, <laughs> but not on mine, right? On mm -hmm. theirs, on mm -hmm. mine, it was right on theirs. It was wrong. So mm -hmm. I, thought my you know all my taxes were in and then you get that scary letter from the irs mm -hmm. it's like uh you falsified your earnings and we show that you've made sixty nine thousand dollars and i was like shit i had a good year yeah I wonder where that money is mm -hmm. and then it was the process of literally proving to them that no way in hell did i get from a yoga studio right get but it was this like i'm like oh my god not only am like I do I that I hit that wall, but it's the government, right? And the one that likes to throw you in jail for messing up mm -hmm. your taxes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> those, yeah, those are like the unseen things. Where then it's, I remember, you know, constantly need to do it. Where it's, you need to just go, just tell yourself, sit down and just start, mm -hmm. just start to like because it's the most torturous thing. Some of these things, it's just. You'll put it off and then you'll just be thinking about it. Like just, uh, I think someone else said to me before, um, do it now or schedule it, right? Like, yeah. or it's just these two things. And it was, uh, that like changed my whole uh, outlook on just how to do certain things where it was, it's true. It's, uh, you know, you can finish something in five minutes or just get a nice, uh, use your Google calendar or a nice little checklist app to put it on there because then it also, for me, at least it like frees up my brain where I don't have to think about trying to remember something it's on a list. Brain is clear. Yeah. So uh, that's super helpful. I'm a huge believer in that, especially in like friends, if you're listening and you have a small business and you have to call the IRS, just call. And mm -hmm. what I found, right? Like, cause I created the big story and it was a lot of work to get that problem resolved, but they were super nice. You know, it was, but I had the story created, right? Mm -hmm. All in the man, right? And all of these things. So I built up the anxiety mm -hmm. around it. And it, yep. it, you know, again, it was a lot of work to get it resolved and it got resolved, but it also taught me, oh, right. You really can just call and get the, those scary things out of the way and it'll, it'll be okay. Yep. Yeah, you so. may immediately think you think you're going to be on like live on CNN or something on the front of a courtroom <laughs> being asked about your falsified taxes when they're like, you're, you know, $69,000 compared to a, you know, $30 million fraud case or something. It's right. You know, right. Uh, yeah. But when you just left your job and you don't know what the F you're doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so 
you said like also before we record it, um, the or maybe it was while you were recording the the um, replying back to the people saying, you know, can you actually survive? Right? Like, mm-hmm. Are you actually making enough? And just yesterday, I was having a conversation with a friend who has a job, but also has been dabbling in photography and has been interning with a photographer but had this realization, you know, even though he's working, you know, interning with this photographer, he's seeing the struggle that this established photographer that has been in the game forever is having actually surviving, right? Getting to work, keeping everything flowing in. And he's like, I gotta do that, like I gotta evaluate and actually like, is this what I wanna do? Or what do I want? You know what I mean? Like really asking, Okay, if I want to be in photography, what part of photography do I want to be in? Because I'm seeing this guy, right, and that struggle, which you don't hear about. Even when I went mm-hmm. to art school, there was no talk about this is how you run a photography business, right? Mm-hmm. I learned how to play in the dark room and take pictures, but not a class about mm-hmm. this is actually what it looks like to be a photographer. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah. You, yep. And it, some of those things you don't. No, and also because someone else is struggling with it, it doesn't mean that you can't do it either. Or figure out your own way. Right. Too. Right. Um, I was the other day because what I'm trying to see is um, right now today. It's every day I'm pick packing and shipping all the orders right every single day, and then I'm like in a in a business school class or an MBA. They don't really talk about where you go. Well, hmm, I need to go on a vacation for a week what do I do outside of shutting down my business for a week? And uh, you go, okay, you're negotiating with like a warehouse to ship things out. It's, it's that, uh, that whole personal life piece of it too, where it's, that plays a lot into it. And then you go, well, do you want the business to grow and make more money or, you know, personal life, that side of things. So it's a, an interesting little conflict there. Right. Right. And the balance, like everything in in life. Can we can we find that balance? And I think, right, and you're probably noticing this, right? Like there are going to be times where it's like, this is a busy time, right? And even mm-hmm. we start catching on, right? Like, oh, right, like these are busy times for this and this, and then there's this slow time. And what I would do, dumbass Joe, right? <laughs> in my slow time, I would sit and worry that I'm in my slow time instead mm-hmm. of knowing right that i've been working in the busy time so i should be able to relax in the slow time you know and Mm -hmm. do the other things but it took years for me to get to that space as well to actually be like oh right when i was doing photography winters were slow Mm -hmm. it took years for me to be okay with winters being slow and also start saying okay well what i guess i should teach more yoga in winter i should do Mm -hmm. more of these things in winter I should go on vacation in winter, right? Mm-hmm. Like do the things where, when there's time, because once it gets right, like once spring would spring in Philly, then I'm working. And right. It's just, yeah. right. A non, a nonstop. But again, it's one of those things that nobody tells you that mm-hmm. when it's slow. You should be thankful for that slow time, even though you're going to be shitting your pants that it's slow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it, it's, Cause that's what I'm, you know, going into, I'm in year four now with the business and it's cause each year leading up to it has fluctuated so much as far as which products I had or where I was at with the, the business. It's like, 
you, you kind of want this, whatever you want to call like a stable year that you're looking for to understand like how that cycle works. But then I'm like, I don't know if that'll ever be like that. Right. Because if, if it's stable, then you're probably not trying to, uh, you know, grow it or you're not trying something new with it. So it's, mm. it's kind of that embracing the instability of it, but there's definitely, um, yeah, like a, a seasonality to, to my business too, that I need to kind of learning about now as we're going through it. Right. I, um, a long time ago when I first started this, I, uh, rented leased a photography studio for six months. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an old family friend. They had retired and before they were selling everything, I just, it was like the universe, like everything lined up, they retired and I quit my job to do this. And they literally called my mom and was like, does Joe want to rent our studio and just see if he wants to do studio work? Yeah, why not? And they were like, well, you know, you can do a six month lease and see how that goes. And I remember like moving my stuff in and like, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And there was 70 shag carpet in the studio. (laughs) And I'm like, this isn't going to be great. Um, And she had this little like, uh, not a post-it, but a index card on thumbtacked on her wall next to the desk. And it literally had the date, months and days of the year for the whole year. Sports, sports photos, senior portraits, prom, <laughs> semi-formal, like everything, everything, right? And they were in business for, I think, like, 35 years so there was just like this is it like this is what's happening in from this month to this month this month to this month and they just killed it and i remember looking at that and i'm like i gotta know that you know like it was this, mm-hmm. like i was excited even with the shag carpeting and then i saw it and i'm like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing Mm-hmm. Like they like I don't even know uh, I don't even uh, know right there was yeah. a pet photo month and I remember it was like what's that and she was like oh we do this big thing where people bring in pet food we donate it and then they buy the pictures of their pets and mm-hmm. I was just blown away by this whole thing and she was like yeah everybody wants pictures of their dog so we mm-hmm. get free food I'm like wow wow <laughs> and it was this whole other right. That I'm sure you've seen this whole mm-hmm. like oh there there's a whole other piece to business and mm-hmm. I don't know any of it <laughs> yeah and it, it it's very like which is a huge struggle to just build your like strong foundation where it's mm-hmm. then when you do try to reach a little bit out there on like trying something new you're not you still have a foundation behind you that will just support you and it's the um you know like the multiple wheels or uh what do they do? The plates spinning, right? Like where uh, you have, your other plates are spinning well, right? Balance so that you can put another plate on there and try to start spinning. You know, you're going to struggle with it, but you know, the other ones are still spinning and stable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, yeah, one by one adding them. The other plates will probably collapse at certain points, but it's you know, slowly but surely mm-hmm. building up the amount of plates that you can kind of spin or have someone else spin for you, I guess. Right. And that, right. Really the key is like, well, yeah. what can I say or what can I automate yeah. Yeah. and get things going? And I remember once, like I was sitting on my floor and I'm like, I feel like I'm just keep throwing shit against the wall. Like, is this going to stick? Mm-hmm. Is this going to stick? Um, and even now, like as everything, you know, has changed and shifted from photography into coaching, like now I feel I'm so much more aware, right? 
uh, from what I learned from photography. Right? Mm-hmm. And now it also opened up my photography again to start, I love saying this, to say no, right? Mm-hmm. To say no to the things that I don't want to photograph. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you would have said in 2020, Joe, you're going to pull Oracle cards and, you know, <laughs> do coaching. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? No way, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll be in the sweaty somewhere, sweating in the humidity of Philadelphia, taking somebody's picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And now here I am, like, wow, this is so beautiful. Like, I had no idea, like, that mm-hmm. this is something that was even possible. And it literally is from, I'm going to throw this on the wall, right? I'm going to throw mm-hmm. this. And a co- one, my coach saying, Joe, you're a coach, right? Mm-hmm. But then spark, the, like, the, the breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. Like, let me follow this. Let me follow yeah. this, right? Like, you're seeing with all of those connections, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, the more I just am in, this has been coming around a lot in my consciousness in alignment right like this is mm-hmm. what i'm doing it might kick my ass on a tuesday but tomorrow it might be freaking amazing mm-hmm. yep yeah and you once you get through it the first time then it's a lot less unknowns uh, so it's very nice to you know just a lot less effort to then do it again so it was uh, very recently the um couple weeks ago i did another little yoga and yoga mate collab with, with Amy from Philly John's love yoga. And, uh, it was, I think two weeks ahead of that, she just sent me a Instagram message and said, Hey, I'm doing this event uh, in two weeks. Do you just want to do it with me? I go, yeah, sure. Cause we did it last year. Right. So it was, I, I knew kind of what to expect. And then you go, okay, just jump on it and just go. And it was, it was awesome. It was like really, really cool mm-hmm. event. So, it's a lot of it is like just trying it once and figuring out how difficult it is. Right. And then right. almost uh, sorting things on mm-hmm. difficulty slash kind of payoff for it too. Right. Right. Yep. Um, and as you're saying that, it's, it's like the ideas are just popping into my head. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, we can do an event. Um, and really we'll just, I'll just put it out there. I'm just going to throw it out there for all of you mm-hmm. because I haven't been photographing that, that much. And mm-hmm. I had this idea. I'm like, I would like, I used to do the tattooed, uh, tattooed photo, uh, project and it would just mm-hmm. be tattooed yogis. And we would go for a walk through the city and take pictures. And then I just started doing photo walks with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe we can set one of those up where it's just like yep. a, a fun photo tea day. Um, and we can just get everybody go for, uh, you know, come throw some money at us to hang out. We'll take your picture and you'll drink some tea. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be awesome because you'll get a lot of smiles, right? And like genuine smiles because any of these times that people are trying it for the first time, I give them a, like a warning saying, you're going to mess this up. It's perfectly fine. It's all part of the process. And it's like just watching people try to pour the your mate into the cup or like questioning something and it spills all over. And then it like... So it'll be great for uh, for a photography session too. Uh-huh. Yeah, let, 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 we'll, we'll call it uh, spilt yerba. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, beautiful, Jason. This has been so much fun. Thank you for taking the time for being flexible with your schedule because we did bump this around a couple of times. So thank you yeah. so much for being here and for you know being on the journey and following that path and listening to yeah. that, that little voice inside as we wrap up do you have any of these meetups happening that, that you can tell any everybody about and where they can find the information about everything yep 
Yes, we have, we go for the last Saturday of every month. And so this Saturday, it'll be July 29th and been trying to be consistent with it location wise. So we've been meeting in Washington Square Park mm -hmm. in a like old city yep. area or Society Hill area. So we'll be doing that every month. I have a schedule on the yerbacrew.com site. It's uh, just called Monthly Matiatas. So you can check it out there. And also I'm finding more and more on Instagram is where I'm doing 99% of my communications to on updating on events, posting things there um, and all the community kind of events too. So I would say definitely Instagram is the place to, to go. And I manage Instagram account myself. So if someone wants to send any DMs there or through the website or to my email, it'll be me answering it. So anyone can fire away at okay. anything. That's another bonus yep. with us doing yep. the, doing our own thing. Yep. Yep. We, we, we are the people behind all of the things because yes. surprise, it's only us. Yes. Um, yep. I, I had, um, I had to reschedule a session with somebody, um, not too long ago and she called to, to reschedule thinking she mm -hmm. was calling my team company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And I just answered her like, hello. And she's like, is this, Inspire Create Manifest. I'm like, what's up? This is Joe. How you doing? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Yep. She was like, oh my God, this is really you? I'm like, yep, it's me. Yeah. I'm the only one that works here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and she, oh God. Oh no. She was just like, oh, I thought I was supposed to call and reschedule. I'm like, yeah, we can totally reschedule. Or you mm -hmm. just hit that link in the email because I'm sick. That's why we're rescheduling. Yeah. 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 So I say to a lot of people now, it's like, definitely if you're thinking something positive about like some experience you had with a business, send them a message or something, because the amount of appreciation that we have when we just get like a quick message on like, Hey, I love this so much, or thank you or anything like that. Like that, that's huge. Um, even if you think it's a bigger business, it might be a small business and you know, that's how we get a lot of the feedback. So it's, yeah, and it just helps us, right? You're like, yeah. okay, all right. That made it that mm -hmm. really helped me today. I need it. And usually those messages do come in on the day when we really need mm -hmm. a little pick. Mm -hmm. so. Yep. Yeah. And also Joe, thank you uh, for all this. It's been great. Like just following your journey too, where it's just seeing following on Instagram and everything. And just even seeing like the video quality, right. Go from <laughs> like higher and higher. And like, you could see it, right. You're refining your, your art with everything. So, and then obviously seeing like your, uh, amount of followers growing, things like that. So it's, you're definitely, you know, catching the attention of everyone. And it's, uh, people can see right through people, like whether or not they're genuine or not. So it's, I think people see that you're genuine, authentic. So, um, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. So thank you for being here. I will link all of your info in the show notes. Everybody go give a follow. If you're in the Philly area, um, go go to one of these meetups. Try it out. Get involved in the community and then help spread the word. Thank you all. Thank you.